Okay, you are in your from the base. At the Mishnah, beginning of the second parak, says the Mishnah as follows: Endorshin Barayos Bishlosha. Uh, so let's do a little, like, a little uh, introduction here. The the point being that there are certain elements, uh, topics within Tarsh Bechsav and Torah in general that are uh, you know pose a challenge when we learn them. So there can be different reasons why Chazal in certain scenarios um, ask ask us or tell us that we should be more careful uh, as to you know how we go about studying certain areas of Torah. We find that you know, um, you know restrictions on how, how old you should be when learning Kabbalah, all kinds of things like that. Um, so this mission is going to talk about restrictions on how many people should be part of a group that learn certain topics within the Torah. So, uh, so the mission says as follows, A person should not be dorish, the parsha of Arayos, um, with three people. So the parsha of Arayos meaning the, the areas of Torah of, 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 of the Chumash, that talk about the relationships that are permissible, relationships that are not permissible. So a person shouldn't be darshaning these, uh, these psukim with three people. Okay, let's see why. And if you're talking about the story of creation, also shouldn't be Dorish, uh, be darshing the psukim that have to do with the creation of the world with two people. And not the story of Mars and Maisi Merkava. Maisi Merkava is a, a, a story in, in the Navi about it's supposed to be uh, referencing something about what the, what, a, what the throne of Akadosh Baruch looks like and the angels there, etc. It's actually the um, the Haftorah for the first day of Shavuot so most people never ever see it because they're sleeping during the Haftorah maybe that's why they put it there I don't know but um, so but, but to be do- so just to read it is one thing but to be Dorish it and, and to really try to understand what's called Maisei Merkava which is supposed to be you know holds a lot of secrets to uh, what it exactly looks like up in Shemayim so a person shouldn't be darshaning that those Psukim just with one individual and we're going to see the Gemara is going to ask a question about how you understand these numbers in a, in a second? Uh, and it, unless this person is uh, very is very very wise and understands things well on their own. Okay. So again, the Gemara is going to ask questions on, on all these these pieces and, and explain them. Person who who looks very intensely stares and mistaka means like more well, like to stare to look very very carefully. But Arba divine at four things. Would have been better for that person that they never had come into the world in the first place. What's that? What's above us? What's below us? What's in front of us and what's behind us? So, the question that's going to be asked, you know, clearly is, what we, this is these are what's above and what's below, what's in front and what's behind, can be understood in, in, in multiple ways. Um, what does that refer to? Is uh, you know it's a very good question, and so that you know, and, and it's and it's clearly a very bad thing to be caring about, and and trying to really really understand intensely what these 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 different these things in the different directions of us um, are. If you want to look at one one piece, if you look at uh, look at Rashi, Rashi says, "Mala mala, merakia shal hachayos." Okay, what's above the rakia? You know, on top of the, you know, what that means, chayos, like chayos, like kodesh, does it mean like above malachim, or does it mean 
Achis, like you know, regular, like those who are alive. I think it means like the Chayos Hakodesh, right? What's going on in Shemayim? You really try to stack and understand what's happening up in Shemayim, so that's going to be bad news. The Gemaras have stories of people who went up into the Pardes, right? They went into whatever that means, some some you know spiritual place, and they and they got they got hurt by going there. Malamata, um, Mehen, what's below them? So does that mean different level of of rakia? Does it mean what's down low below the earth? Malafnim, uh, what's in front of us? Chutz lemechitzas harakia lemizrach umalachor lemarav. This sounds like at least according to this pshat Rashi, sounds like it means like the different elements of things that are above in Shemaim and the different elements in Shemaim and what's going on up there. Uh, Rashi also quotes a different uh, a different approach. We look down. This is the Ovid Sefta, all the way towards the bottom of that Rashi. He says, Malifnim Malachor Maya Asiliyos that the that what's before and what's after is more like what's gonna, what was what existed before the world existed, what's gonna exist after the world exists. Again, trying to understand what those things are is gonna is gonna not only be um, you know not, not worthwhile because we can't understand, but it's gonna be actually you know better better not to be created than to than to try. So we have to see what, what all this means. Um, and then the last line, the Mishnah A person doesn't have respect for uh, Hashem's honor, doesn't have, uh, doesn't care a lot about the, about the respect for Hashem. So better for that person again that they never came to the world again. We're going to have to explain what this mission means, and this mission is going to kick off a, a bunch of, of uh, a few daf in a row that have to do with a lot of these types of uh, kind of some more esoteric, agadic conversations. But the Gemara asks kind of a very simple question in the beginning. So it says the Gemara, Amris Beresha, Velom Merkava Beyachin, Vahad Amris, Ela Imkein, Hayachacham, maybe Midaito. So on the one hand, you said that you can't learn Maestro Merkava by yourself. Lom Maestro Merkava Beyachin. So the implication is I can't sit on my own and learn the Maestro Merkava. But then it says, unless you're a person who's Chacham, maybe Midaito, unless you're a person who is really smart and you understand by yourself. So which one is it? Are you allowed to learn it by yourself? Or not allowed to learn it by yourself? Or what's going on here? So. Um, look at Rashi. Rashi says, Since he's an individual, he's not learning from somebody else. The only case of a person who learns by himself is someone who he doesn't know what he's talking about, he doesn't understand at all, so there's no real danger, he doesn't understand anything. The person who understands, and still he shouldn't learn by himself. So that's the person we're talking about. And nevertheless, that's what you're telling me is us, sir. Right, and then you said afterwards, So what's going on here? So it says, let's go back into the Gemara. Gemara says, no, this is, what, this is how you really have to read the Mishnah. And it's different than what we said until now. So this is very different. This is instruction to a teacher. Right, if you're teaching these topics, how many people should be in the room besides the one who's teaching it, not how many people total are there learning it. So, so when it comes to Arayos, you shouldn't teach it to three people. Meister Beishi, you shouldn't teach it to two people. And Merkava, you shouldn't teach it to one person. Unless, right, when the person is teaching that individual, he doesn't really need to hear. Look at Rashi says, um, Right, three people besides the one teaching. Love and Meister Bereshit the Shnayim the Kolshik and the Shloshah. I can't be two people with Meister Bereshit. Certainly not three people. Love Merkavah Yachid the Talmid Yachid. I can't teach one student. Ela Imkain Hayachacham Maybe Midaito Shleit Starich Lishol Araf. 
Meaning, unless you can teach it to one person, if what? If that person is so smart that they're not going to need real explanation. They basically understand it on their own, anyways. Right? There's certain things that a person, you know, uh, can just understand. If you can't understand, then we're like, we're very sorry. We're not going to explain it to you. That's sort of what he's saying. So the 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 point being that the, the what the mission was really te- teaching us is how to how many people one is allowed or not allowed to teach uh, these topics. What was the original problem with the Mishnah that it had to say So the original Kasha is why are you telling me that I can't be Darish if I'm a Yachid unless I understand it on my own. His point is if I'm a Yachid you could have read it as what do you mean? The only person who can read it by himself is someone who's very smart. So the point is that the only person who could even be talking about being Darish but Yachid is someone who already understands it on their own because you don't have a teacher. You don't have a teacher, so you're, you must be a person who understands. If you don't understand anything, you're not being dorish. Right? Dorish implies you have some type of sophistication, and you're 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 a darshan. You're darshaning this, this this concept. If you're a person who doesn't who doesn't have that ability, you're not a dorish. So if you tell tell me you can you can't dorish by yourself unless you understand, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's a it's it's inher- it's inherently problematic because if you're a person who's being dorish biyachid, that means you are a person who understands. It's a little right. It's a little. So the answer is no. What Mishnah means to say is you can't teach an individual these topics because you might think at least teaching someone, I could teach someone even if they don't totally understand it. The answer is no. I can't teach regular individuals who need me to really explain it to them a lot. But if it's someone who can really understand on his own, so then you can teach them because you're really not teaching them. They're really self-teaching in a certain sense. You shouldn't have, in this case, you shouldn't have... Like less than three, or less than two, more than three, more than two. So, let's just, just, so yeah, that's a good point. So in terms of my Merkava, the point is that you, it can't be any teaching really going on. It has to be self-understood. Right, 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 so that's the point. It has to be self-understood. Right, so the point is that it, it, what it means to say is, if you're self-understanding, that's okay, basically. You can talk to someone about it, say it to them, and then say, got it? And if they get it, great. If they don't get it, you can't explain it to them anymore. Right? It's it just you can't. It can't be something you're really explaining because it requires too much self. And I, again, I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't know what this is. But the, whatever that means, there's something about this this level of understanding that person just has to have on their own, sort of. I mean, you have this all the time to be shown him when, like the the you know the Ramban will say a whole idea and then he says like, and by the way, like this is very you know you know this is a sod and if you understand, great. And if not, like sorry. Like, you know, Vahavain, he says, like, and, and get it. Because if you don't get it, I'm not going to explain it to you. You know, so you do have that in certain areas of Torah. Um, but that's the point. The point is that a, a person being taught it can't even really be someone who's being taught it. It has to be self-taught in certain sense. Okay. Um, next. Endorsion by Raya Osposh You can't be Dorish or Raya Osposh three people. My time, why not? So... I'm trying to find like a drasha that explains why you can't. Because Arayos, again, is not like such an esoteric topic. It may be a very emotionally powerful topic, but it's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not some like spiritual whatever. Uh, so it shouldn't be, it's a little more confusing. Why not? So the first thing you try to bring a Pasuk. This Pasuk says, Ish, ish, man and man, meaning two people. Uh, when it comes to She'er Bissaro, right, which is then a third person, the, these three people, they should not come close to 
revealing the understandings of the of the conversa- the, the concept of erva, meaning that three people shouldn't be learning arayos. Okay, so if that's true. If, you, if that's the argument you want to make, tichsev elamayata always means rather from here. Meaning, if you are, if that would be the case, if this assumption is correct, we have a problem. What's the problem? Tichsev ish ish ki kadelakov, right? Uh, to which would imply two people who curse Hashem, ish ish two people who serve molech, right? So what? You only, you only violate the. the Avodah Zarah of Molech, if it's two people together, that's not true. You only violate cursing Hashem if you, uh, if you do it with two people, that's not true. So ish ish doesn't mean two people. So Ella, Hanum the Rabbos as So no, so the, why do you have ish ish in these cases? It comes to include non Jews. Why? Because non Jews are, are warned against, they have a, a violate, they, they, they themselves, as B'nai Noach, are not allowed to curse Hashem. Birchas Hashem is the euphemism. Right? Blessing Hashem is the euphemism for cursing Hashem. So the, the Musar on, on, on cursing Hashem, Zara, and they're also not allowed to do Molech, just like a Jew. Right? So, um, so maybe you'd say, so Hainami, mi barlele rabbis is anachim. Shemutarnalarayas kisra. So maybe you'd say, so same thing, ish ish, those cases come to include um, uh, non Jew in these Isurim. So maybe it also comes to include. Uh, non-Jews who also have a responsibility they can't do Gilarayas either certain Gilarayas is also also to a non-Jew um, like a Jew so in which case we don't, we don't have a, a drush to explain three people rather just have a drush to explain why uh, you know why it's ish ish but it doesn't tell me that there's a, a prohibition of three people learning about Arayas so let's try it again so let say we Yeah, it's not correct. You're right. Why is saying right? Why three? It's still teaching. It is still teaching two, three. It's not. It's not retracting that approach. Just trying to find a source for three. Correct. You're right. Correct. Let's see how Rashi says. Hold on. Rashi says. Lotus for Amrachwana lo tikru legalis erva. It's the second white line. The last last word in the second white line. Lo tikru vu shloshtechem ze etozel legalis tamei parshas arayos. So that I mean, the way Rashi is reading it does sound like three people learning together, which you could argue is problematic based on how we just explained the mission before. Um, you know what? What do we do with that? Does Rashi really mean that? Does he mean that as a as a, a as a retraction as what we said before? Presumably not. Um, but maybe just the drush itself is the three people learning together being taught by, by, by a fourth, maybe. I don't know. You're right. That's a little problematic. Um, okay. So, element, let's say, Again, this passage, comes at the end of the Parshish Arayas. So, you should keep my Mishmeris, keep the things that you have to be careful about. That's two. That's the third. That's a, a singular. So that's three. Not to do, not, not to do these, uh, these disgusting things. Mean that Arayas. So here's a, a source that three people shall learn the Parshish Arayas together. I says no. Elamayata to say we shmartim is hashabbos, we shmartim is hamitzvos, we shmartim is mishmeres hakodesh hachanami. So do you need? Does it have to be three people uh, to keep shabbos together or to keep other mitzvos? No, it's not correct. So, so it's not not a proof. So Ella Am Ravashi, my endorsing by Arayos b'shalosha. What does it mean? You can't be dorish Arayos three people. Endorsing b'sisrei Arayos b'shalosha. It doesn't mean you can't learn. 
the psukim of Arayos. It means you can't be dorish the hidden concepts of Arayos. And Rashi points out, similar to what we mentioned before, last time, that we talked in the top of the page about certain Yisurim of Arayos that are not as obvious. So for example, the, 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 the inclusion of a man being ushered to his daughter from a woman that he had, had raped, for example, which is not explained explicitly in the text, but nevertheless is something that we have to dorish. It finds that that's a jirash a person shouldn't make. Why not? My time. I'll tell you why not. This is not some esoteric, complicated thing. It makes a lot of sense. Why? When you have two people, they sit in front of their Rebbe. One of them is, is involved in you know, asking questions back and forth with the Rebbe. And the third one, So the other one is listening. So you have three people learning totally. Two, two Talmudim and a Rebbe. So let's say one, one guy is like, you know, uh, asking more questions to the teacher. So uh, the other person is listening. Why can they not also talk to? Right? So that can work. With two people, it works. Tzalasa, we have three people. Chad, Shakavatari, Bahadir, Rabbe. One of the people is hacking up the Rebbe. Vahanach, Trey. So they've been in Shirim. You know, so they know there's always that guy. Is that right? So the, but Vahanach, the other two, Shakavatari, Bahadir, Hadad is what happens. That person is hogging the Rebbe. The other two people will talk on their own. What's going to happen? Velo Yade, Maika, Amar, Rabbayu. They're not listening to the Rebbe. The also the mystery isur barayos, and they are come to, to make mistakes and come to matir arayos. So the Gemara asks a very important question: Ihachi kol teranami, right? So that, that's true by every halacha. It's not just two by arayos. Right? They could always make that mistake. So you should never allow three people to learn with the rebbe. No arayos shiny. Why the Amar Mar gezel varayos nafsha mechamdeson umis avalim? Because the Gemara says says uh, uh, Mar says that when it comes to gezel, you know thievery. And, and arayos and uh, sexual relationships, ne- the, the soul of a person is you know, very, very much drawn to them. You have a, a natural draw to these, to these concepts and to, a person's likely to make mistakes in this area because they are naturally drawn to want these things. So, so then the Shalach should be by three. Can't learn Gezel with three people either. And she's the Gemara, arayos ben befanav ben shalom befanav nafish yatsre. Gezel befun of nafish yitzre, shalob befun of lo nafish yitzre. What does this mean? So that when it comes to arayos, when it comes to gezel, when does a person have a, a desire towards stealing? When they are, the money's in front of them, right? You find yourself as a person who's dealing with finances and, and, and bank accounts and cash, etc. So then all of a sudden the person get, gets that, you know, attraction towards making the wrong decision, right? So, you, so that's the situation where a person might falter. But arayos, they don't have to be, you don't, you don't have to be in the moment to be attracted towards inappropriate relationships. It's something that a person is attracted to no matter what. And therefore, since a person has this natural, you know, inclination towards relationships uh, that otherwise are forbidden, so what we're nervous about, the person's going to get clouded, right? So if you don't have a, a person above you who can kind of say, whoa, whoa, everyone back up here. Is this really permitted? It's not permitted. Let's discuss. Let's understand. So if you're just in your own you know, in your own head, what happens? So you find yourself a way of making a svara that makes sense. You make an argument, yeah, 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 it's probably fine. I'm sure it's okay. Right? And when it comes to situations when your vision is clouded by your, by your intense feelings, so then you can come to make mistakes. And that's why, as opposed to, the, we're going to see all these other conversations about Maestro Merkava, Maestro Bracious, which these esoteric concepts, Arias is not esoteric. It's just powerful. And therefore, we have to be careful not to learn it with three people, but not to be teaching with three people. And really means in general to be careful how you study these concepts, to, to pass in them, because you have to recognize that uh, the, the age of a person is very, very strong. Okay. Okay, so let's, let's, let's keep going here. We'll finish up. 
Um, and two people can't be taught, can't be taught by So Gemara says, How do I know? The Right? Because when you ask about the original days, the first days, right? you're going when one will ask. One will ask. This is not referring really to Maestro per se, but it refers to, but as a Jerusha does. Right? Um, so you see that one person can ask, but two people already. Can't uh, can't ask. I Meaning, you can't have two talmidim learning about masturbation. Only one on one with the rebbe. So yacha yishal adam kodim shenivra olam. Maybe a person could ask about what happened before the world was created. Hamalomar limin hayom ashevarei lokim adam ala aretz. Right. So that no, you can't ask about you know that which happened before a person was created on the world. So yacha lo yishal adam misheshes meavreshes. She might say a person can't even ask about. Um, uh, what happened during creation? These days that were already before you. So the days that are that, that are before you know, but the days that are not, that, that you can ask. So, so maybe a person can ask what's above them, what's below them, what's in front of them, what's behind them. And you can only ask what's from one boundary of Shemayim to the next, right? From the the kitzay is the boundary. So you're allowed to ask about what's within the boundaries. What's outside the boundaries, you can't ask. You can ask from one boundary to the other of shemayim. You can't ask what's above it, what's, what's below it, what's to the right, what's to the left. It just, those are questions that we're not supposed to ask. So it says the Gemara, just to finish up, on top of your base of an aleph, now that you said, um, this pasuk tells me about you know the the, the boundaries of Shemayim. So that's true. Why do I need the pasuk to tell me from the day that man was created on earth? The whole point being, you said I can't ask about what happened before people are created, right? If that's what that pasuk's for, the one need now you have a pasuk that says I can't ask what's outside of the creation. So what do I need the pasuk to tell me that I can't ask? You know. Uh, I'm not supposed to ask about before me. Then that both these sukkim now are coming to teach me. I can't ask about what happened before creation. So answer the Gemara. Kid Rebbe Lazar, Dama Rebbe Lazar, Adam Arisha mina Aretz ve'Ad Larakia Shneamar mina Yom Hashem Alakim Adam Ala Aretz. Ve'Kevan Shesarach and Haniach Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yadav Alav Umiyato Shneamar Achor ve'Kadam Tzartani v'Tesh Alai Kapecha. So the, this pasuk. Uh, Adam al Haaretz comes to to uh, be is available for the Jerusha of Rebbe Lazar, who who argues that Adam Rishon was so large that he was as tall. If you, if you lie down, he was from one side of the earth to the other, or he was we're going to see later, or he was you know from the ground all the way to the Rakia that he had that you know he was that large. What does it mean? Kamara says that he was that large. It means physically that large. So we'll have to we'll have to see as we go on. But this is kind of introduce us to some of these uh, some of these uh, agadas about the how the world was created, my is, and how we're allowed to and not allowed to understand it. Okay, so we'll continue next week.